are back! Torg. Got the Torg Torgerson. What would you rather have your ass smell, but remember your clothes or your feet smell? Let me tell you, you're a smart guy. You're an Elliot. Hello, Jerry. You do a little ass snorkel with that. Yeah. <laughs> you do a little butt snorkeling with that. <sighs> oh, yeah. The world is turned upside down, people, and I'm not going to have it. It's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. I might use that term this weekend, Jerry, butt snorkel while I'm swimming in the St. Croix. There you go. I think I might. There you go. I'll give it. you credit. I'm not going to rip no, you off. No, I, I can't even remember where I heard that, but I laughed right out loud when I did. That's just a funny term. I think I saw a hat with that on it. Somebody wore a hat, butt yeah, snorkeler. Some guy was in the pool with a beer in his hat. That's said, a great butt hat. Butt snorkeler. That's a great hat. <laughs> a <laughs> lot is. of ass in that open right there. There is. A lot of ass talk. That's called the ass opener. Well, a lot of ass on the mic. Yes, this, yes. this is true. <laughs> yes. Well, we got asses to go around. You want ass, we got ass. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Ah, uh, that's a good slogan. Uh, good big night tonight. Uh, Alice Cooper's going to be on the show. He's going to be opening up for the world tour. I'm not really confident he's going to call. It's too early. No, he will. Okay. Uh, trust me. I, ta- right. I got I got the connection there. Okay. All I, right. was, I was told Very good. if Alice doesn't call, to call a number and talk to his wife, Cheryl, and that she would make sure he calls. Right. I think she's with him. He has his whole family tour yeah, with yeah. him in the show. I remember when I saw uh, the documentary about Shep. Uh-huh. Shep Gordon, his yeah, I watched that uh, longtime one manager. Yeah. Cheryl, his wife, that's who was with him in the bad old days. Mm-hmm. And she threatened it was done. She filed. Yeah. And then he got that's when he got sober. They met when they, they were three kids. Yeah, she was eighteen when they yeah, met. Right. Eighteen. Eighteen yeah. year old. She's, Cheryl. She looks great. Yeah, she she does. does. Yeah. She looks great. He knew great. what he had. He absolutely give did. up the hooch. That's one of the best, uh, and we can ask Alice today because he's always got stories. You'll get plenty of them. And with uh you know, stories with Alice, we'll ask him who would have the best rock bio. And one of the best rock bios, in my opinion, it's the book. Is just like the documentary. That's the good thing about it. Shep's documentary follows the book almost word by word. And that's Mike Myers that did the documentary. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Really good job. Super Mensch, it's called. Yeah. Super great job. Yeah. And I didn't even know we have a common friend, a restaurateur, Mark Tarbell. Like, I guess he's a lower end celebrity chef, is buddies with Shep because he's buddies with Alice. But Shep has got a great autobiography and a great documentary yeah, yeah, a lot of rock stories over the years and he's not afraid to tell the truth that's what yeah, i like right drinking drugs and alice out there with the vampires yeah i mean still so relevant and working i'm gonna ask him how long he's gonna go yeah and he still sounds good because alice never had the pipes and i alice right. will tell you that Correct. like uh, alice in that shep documentary said oh i couldn't sing when i started it was, I'm a guy who couldn't sing. So Alice isn't hitting Christy like the rock star. You know how we kind of beg on different rock stars because they can't hit the high notes? Uh-huh. With Alice, there's no, there's just Alice. And his music, his vocal will never change. You know, he'll never lose it. He's more of a, he's a well-rounded act. He is. And more it's than a, a vocalist. Good yes. performance. Right, he'll put right. on a great show. And then Def Leppard, I've seen them up. A whole bunch of times. I have oh, never seen Def Leppard. Oh, they're so good. 
that you could tell they put in time and it's a rock show. Now you I've seen them only in arenas, so you get the pyro and the you know everything else. So this one will be a little different, I'm assuming, or maybe more since they're outside. But more they they put a lot of pride in that show. Like you pay the ticket, you're going to see a rock show. Well, we'll get a full review from one Christy Kemper who is front and center tonight. Yep. Nice. That'll I be will good, be there. Man. Look forward good. to hearing your getting your take on that. So yeah, it's an early show. Starts at five uh, five forty five. So he'll that's, be up. He'll, yeah, yeah, he'll. Be, oh, that's yeah, true. he'll be up. He'll be probably getting ready to golf when he calls us. We'll yeah, probably, he maybe. It's going to be a beautiful day for that too. Lots of sunshine. He could probably get out early and get a couple balls in the holes. Ask him about his game, Jerry. I don't know if we do that in the first part. Or the end part, uh, but he'll be happy to talk about it. Who was it. his, uh, d- didn't even have a sponsor. Yeah, Callaway. Was it, oh, Callaway, okay. Because I right. asked him. I thought it was Ping, but Callaway. No, it was Callaway right. because yeah. I asked him one time when he was here, hey, do you want to play this course? And I forgot what it was. And he responded, I can't, Torg. And I said, why not? He goes, it's not that it's not a Callaway course or whatever. Or the pro shop doesn't say something about Callaway. And he goes, no, 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 they pay me. And I go, but you can golf so and wherever you want. And he goes, no, 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 no. They pay me. So it was like. Well, I never yeah. heard of a course being Callaway. Or like or they didn't sell this or, or Callaway yeah, has like okay. a relationship with certain clubs or something. Right. It was something where he couldn't golf it because of the relationship with Callaway. Okay. And yeah, I was like, right. but you could golf wherever you want. And he goes, no, nah, I really can't. Not really. Yeah. yeah. Because if a picture goes out or something, he was concerned about social media. But he golfs all the – he's a golfer. The sad story uh, he told me once about Glenn Campbell was when he knew Glenn Campbell had dementia was they were golfing and Glenn told him a story on hole three. Then Glenn told him the same story on hole 12. Then the same story on hole 17. And then he realized – right. Something was up. Yep, yep. But Glenn lived with dementia for a long time. He did. A really long time. Sure. Yep. Where he, I think he was still performing, wasn't he? For in the beginning? Because, boy, he had to have it. It was out there for probably a decade. And Glenn could play. Yeah. He was a player, that guy. Yeah. He could pick. Yep. Phoenix guy, that's the relationship with Alice. So Alice Cooper today. Well, that's good. Bright and early, 7.05, right? Yeah. No time limit. This isn't a, hey, you got eight minutes, guys. Wrap it up. This is uh, He's been so good to us over the years, hasn't he? We got Ted tomorrow, I think. And yes. Yeah. Yeah, because Ted's going to be Thursday at the Rose. Now, Ted is saying goodbye. Alice. Mm, I don't know. Not so much. We should ask him. Yeah. Ted, I can't believe, is leaving just from the standpoint you would think that he would hit almost every city. You know what I mean? He's so iconic. Wouldn't you just want to hit almost every city you can? I know I know he does it in certain times because he wants to hit hunting season. But, boy, you'd want to see Ted hit Columbus one more time, wouldn't you? Boy, he's been here so much, though. Well, I know, but he didn't tell us last time he was – going to be the last time do you know what i mean yeah like last time he could have said guys this might be the last right, time right yeah he's over at the rose though so there was no if you're in columbus and you're that big of a fan you're making that track hour drive yeah yeah Eaton, hour 10 hour 15 
That's I nice. still have yet to go to the Rose. It's I a great it's venue. Great. Yeah. I've seen pictures. It's I a really cool things. venue. How, Completely covered. How getting in and out Oh, is it's it? so easy. You can see the venue from the highway. Because that's my problem with, what is the Riverbend in Cincy? Yeah, Riverbend's kind of a convoluted... Ugh. Yeah, Pine yeah. Knob's the same way. That's because they, well... Riverbend's River a pain in the ass. Yeah. It takes you two hours to get out of there, plus... It is a pain Blossom's in the ass. Blossom's gotten better over the years. Has it? Yeah, yeah. You haven't been to Blossom. They widen that. Yeah. Riverbed's a good party, great venue. I wouldn't want to sit in the the grass necessarily, but boy, getting in and out to me is part of the experience. Rose is so easy. You take two turns and you're there. From the the exit from, off the highway, you go right, you take uh, a right, then you take a left and you're there. <laughs> That's isn't how it, easy it is. Isn't it weird? So when you're young- you would go, Riverbend, I don't care about the two-hour in and out. I just want to see so-and-so, Sticks. I'll use the show Christy and I went to. Let's go see Sticks. Oh, you know, you don't even care about the two-hour. Then when you get a little older, you're like, let's go see Sticks. Ah, oh, but it's so hard to get out. Ah, oh, I don't want to. We all turn into our dad. Yeah, we do. It's ah. leaving the seventh inning. We got to beat the traffic. Ah, oh, I don't know. I've missed more damn Encores and ninth inning in baseball games, fourth quarters in football. Because you want to beat the traffic. Always do. See, I don't. Yeah, I got that from my dad. And then there's the ones, a lot of times, if you're going to just be in the thick of it, that's you just get to the car, you open the trunk, you have another beer, you relax for 90 minutes. Exactly, yes. That's the way to go. Yeah. See, I made that mistake once, Jerry, is me and my buddy went to a, we're at a Cubs game, and they're losing six zip. Going into the bottom of the ninth, or the it was the end, bottom of the eighth. Cubs wrapped up the at bats. Right, said screw this, this sucks. We're leaving. We leave Wrigley. We go have a beer, and bottom of the ninth comes. We're all ticked off, and Cubs scored like eight in the bottom of the ninth and ah, won the game. And Wrigleyville was there. nuts. Yeah, right. And I I decided from then on I will never leave a game early sure, sure. because you never know what's gonna happen. Right, right. And I got burned. Bigly, and it sucked because everybody were you there? You know, everybody was happy, yeah. And we yeah. were the two guys who left and missed an eight-run comeback. Ah, been there, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and in football, you can't leave because teams can score so fast. You remember that Bills Chiefs game where they scored three? Each team scored they a total of three times within fifty seconds. No, wasn't that the rich the AFC playoffs two years ago? You remember Christy the Bills Chiefs? No, oh, but it, yes, was, it, was, yeah. no, it was the AFC title game. Though. <laughs> was it? Yeah, yeah. It went from like twenty eight to twenty five to they they both scored fourteen points in the last two minutes of the game. Yeah, uh, and like the last fifty seconds, I think there were three scores. Yeah, yeah. that's why I mentioned because it, it was AFC title game. Everybody hit the over. It was a yes. good day. Yep. Well, you always remember when you Steelers came back and beat the Bengals at one time under two minutes. I remember that. Yeah. In Any, Cincy. Yeah. Anything can happen in football. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Hockey. Two goals you're safe, right? I would think. Yeah. Yeah. Two goals you're safe. What's going on with our Blue Jackets? They have kind no money. The, kind of the quiet season. Well, they have no money. Yeah. Because they kind of signed two defensemen, big, decent paychecks right. that they traded for. And then I think they're rolling with the young center. I hope they put them on uh, the top line. Right, right. They just don't have any money to spend. Yeah. I wish they would have spent a little wiser, but I don't think they'll make the playoffs, but I think they'll be competitive. And then you can see the young kid grow. Isn't that great as a fan? When you're uh, – Watch you, Scotty grow. Watch Scotty grow. 
I don't have the sound effect handy. <laughs> uh, well, Alice Cooper, like we mentioned, will uh, give you plenty of crew, Def Leppard, and Alice Cooper today, right? We got to get you ready for the show. You got it. And then uh, where's Arch going to be, Christy, tonight? He's, uh, he's going to be at the O on Lane. Nice. Yeah. I love what we do as a station. If you listen to us for the Sticks concert, we just get jam-packed. We get you ready for the show with the artists. You just turn on Q, and that's your pregamer, right? QFM 96, so we'll give you a little Michael Evans replay next. From your QFM 96, Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, Sears Heating and Cooling, 100% relief, 0% financing. We got sunshine today and a high 82, clear tonight, low 63. Sunshine again for Wednesday and a high 85. It's 65 right now. Early voting is over, and now voters heading to their respective polling places to decide the fate of State Issue 1 today. In fact, the polls open in about four minutes. The measure would raise the bar for voter-led constitutional amendments, making them get 60% to pass rather than a simple majority of 50% plus one. It would also require... Do you require... want 60? Do you want more so one, one, one side doesn't have make it easy? Or do you want the 51? Uh, well, I guess it depends on what you think it's going to do. No voters say the measure takes the power away from the people, but supporters say it keeps special interests out of the Constitution. Well, I tell you what, I've got explanations from intelligent listeners on the no, listeners on the yes. You couldn't. You would think you're talking about two different bills. And yes. turnout's going to be so low. Uh, no, it's high. The it's, early voting oh, is the early record. Voting like is record. Yeah, they, record. Yeah, that's right, but I mean, at the polls today, it's going to be really. I don't know. I'd they're... be surprised if twenty-five percent vote. Well, we'll find out. I mean, yeah. if it's any indication how the early voting yeah, was, the early maybe voting was insane. early voting a lot of yeah. the no voters. I got two uh, absentee ballots in the mail. Oh, did you? Didn't use them. No. I got two butt cheeks that are going to be sitting on the couch. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. See, <Right. laughs> uh, did you see this this video yesterday in Alabama? As arrest warrants have been issued with that massive brawl at a riverfront, a group of people appeared mm-hmm. to attack a dock worker as onlookers screamed and, of course, recorded the chaos. Uh, the dock worker was trying to get these people to move their pontoon boat, which was preventing a ferry from docking, but the owners refused to move it. So soon after the fight started, more people rushed to join in the fight on both sides. More warrants are going to be issued after authorities review more footage of the brawl that drew nationwide attention. Police said Sunday that several people were detained and charges are pending. It's insane. You saw over the weekend, everybody saw the New York uh, riot, mini riot. With oh, the well, you, they could get a free PS5. Xbox. And then the mayor uh, defends the kids and said it was outside influence. You see the mayor yesterday? Oh, yeah. Press no, he's, he's no. Not, no blame on the no kids. No blame on the kids. He said it's outside sources and not, he said it's got to oh. be. Well, that TikTok influencer that started the whole thing is facing charges. Yes, but he's saying all oh, the kids are just oh they're kids being out, kids yeah, outside sources it's not the new york it's not the, yeah 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 and then the you've seen the convenience store in chicago right where the the guy with the trash oh no okay no you're thinking of the two guys that pinned the end they're up. getting charged that was in yes. california but i'm i'm talking about yeah. the the youth in chicago hundreds of them taking over the convenience store the gas station and then the mayor there said got on the press and said hey no this isn't yeah right the, the, and it's just like you're you condone it you can do whatever the hell you yep, want do now. whatever you flipped. want yeah it's flipped the criminals are now the victim i'm curious to get your take on your hometown of minneapolis i will be driving through i'll take yeah, some video right because my buddies take video all the time of where the riots and the, the buildings are still boarded up sure. they won't rebuild 
and it's just miles and yeah. miles of buildings mm. that have been burned down and just have. That's just a shame. Yeah. Because really they, some buildings did try to open up again, and then they would just be robbed so many times that they just had to shut down. I guess the Mall of America is dangerous, too, they're saying. Ugh. That don't really any the malls, malls anymore. Really? Yes, that whole area there. Ah. Uh. Ah, just a shame. I'll let you know because I'm going to the Mall of America. Okay, let us know. <laughs> Full report. Hey, Jerry, yeah. your your Lions have made history completely selling out season tickets for Ford Field. How about uh, that? Yeah, Ford, that's got to be a first, right? Yeah, Ford yeah. Field has been the home stadium for the Lions since 02. 20 years later, thanks to optimism and buzz about the team, the stadium has finally been sold out. Good for them. Good for yeah, them. we'll see. Uh, and no one can hate on the Lions, Hard right? to buy into the Lions. I'm telling you, don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, don't fall for it. Is that what you're saying? Uh, and as the end of the summer approaches, millions of folks embrace the tradition of Packing the car and heading off to college. That means it's time for another tradition, honoring the best party schools in the U.S. This year, Niche.com crunched the numbers and they have named University of California Santa Barbara the top party school. So congratulations. And no, my, my OU Bobcats did not even make the top 10 list this year. So... What school made it? UCSB. Okay, okay. UCSB. I, thought, I thought you said Cal Berkeley for a second. No, 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 no. Yeah. University of Alabama and Florida State, they all made the list. Yeah, so course. the college kids go back, what, next week? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's early, huh? Well, they got out no. in what, April? <laughs> May? Yeah, that's true. College yeah. different yeah, than high school. That's yeah, that's yeah. I mean, high school's back, right? Uh, a couple weeks, yeah. yeah. Yeah, a few more weeks. Yeah, when do your kids go back, Tord? Um, yeah. Yeah, so sure. What's the weather? Coming yeah. up soon. <laughs> soon. QFN Mighty Six Kemba Financial Credit Union Traffic Tuesday morning. Accident free. Looking good. And it's brought to you by Dream Seats or Total Ticket Source. Concerts and sports are back. Dream Seats has you covered. No service fees ever. Call 340-8989 or go to dreamseats.com. We got five audio cuts coming your way. Now, I've said many times that people think I'm joking. TMZ is a more legitimate news site than what we have with our network news. <laughs> and it's true. Here's TMZ interviewing former owner of Budweiser, Billy Bush. My ancestors would have rolling over in their grave. They were very patriotic. They loved this country and what it stood for. Um, they believed that transgender, um, gays, th- that sort of thing was all a very personal issue. Um, they loved this country because it is a free country and people are allowed to do what they want. But it was never meant to be on a beer can and never meant to be pushed in people's faces. They were incredible with what they came out with, the Clydesdales, the Frogs, all the different promotions they had, all the different advertising they had. And the last thing they would have done was to get as controversial as they did. I think people who drink uh, beer, I think they're your common folk. I think they um, are the blue collar worker who goes out and works hard every single day. And the last thing they want pushed down their throat, um, you know, or, or to be drinking is a um, beer can with, uh, with that kind of message on it. I just don't think that's, that's what they're looking for. They want their beer to be truly American, truly patriotic as it always has been truly America's beer, which Bud Light um, was and probably isn't any longer. Just live your life, people. Yep. I mean, let everybody live their life. I don't know where this became a big deal of. The media will tell you that, oh, there's so much hate. I just, I think, leave people alone. Let them be who they want to be. Yeah. And that's that. To the tune of what? Billions? 
Yeah, they say Inbag they'll never recover. Wow. I was reading. I was reading yeah. that, and and thousands are going to get fired because of it. Right, right. All right, clip number two, guys. This is a uh, head scratcher. Young broadcaster. His name is Kevin Brown. He's one of the bright lights in uh, baseball broadcasting, and he's a young guy, right? Yeah. He's an announcer for the television broadcast of the first place Baltimore Orioles. They're having an unprecedented season here. He was put on indefinite suspension yesterday, and this is what he said. This has been maybe the toughest ballpark to play in, but the Orioles have a chance to do something special today. They've already clinched at least a split in the series, winning two of the first three, and they could pick up a series win behind Tyler Wells today. It's been a minute. The Orioles split a two-gamer with the Rays in June. They had lost their last 15 series here at Tropicana Field. You have to go back to when our now colleague Brad Brock picked up the win in the series finale June 25th, 2017, the last time the Orioles won a series here at St. Pete. Already got three and two of the chop this year after winning three of 18. That's it. The previous I'm sorry, what? on the screen, too. That's it. Like they had a graphic on the screen. Yeah, he was just reading, and, and because I guess it wasn't, nobody could figure out why he got fired. It was a pre-produced piece the producers put in there. Gave yeah. the script. He was reading what was part of the pregame for Tampa Bay, Baltimore at Tampa Bay. That's unbelievable to me. He's going to obviously consume So them. just because he's not a, a homer? But that's not his call because it's a pregame pre-produced hey we're gonna i've been there for these and i've produced network football games on the radio and you have pieces and you hand your play-by-play guy hey you're gonna throw it to this hey you're yes, gonna do exactly, that exactly right it's already in and he probably got it like three in the afternoon hey we're gonna do a piece on the struggles on the road Here's the graph we're going to show. Read this. And someone probably typed it to him and handed it and to so him. And so the team for the suspension are saying, you're our guy, and here you are banging on. All he did was point out it's fact. Yeah. It's a stat. They're talking about the game. Isn't that something? How they can win the series. And then later in the evening yesterday, after all that became public, a lot of the uh, other announcers throughout the league mocked Baltimore for the As suspension of young Kevin Brown. Yeah, he could go to any team. Any team that needs an announcer, that kid would go and spend. He could be the next yeah. Vince Scully. Who knows? I don't know other people's situations there. I think Jim Palmer at one point was part of the booth, and I don't know who's part of Baltimore's booth. I know they got rid of John Miller, who's a just fantastic. Yeah, that's another faux pas. Uh, uh, they should have just all walked off. Everybody, but obviously there's probably a contract with the Fox Sports or whatever, so that's right, a little more right. difficult. But if you were the other announcers and you were paid by the team – just walk out and you have a blank An broadcast. indefinite suspension, that's a firing, right? Or yeah, can they rescind that now with all the the criticism the team's getting? They probably should. Maybe they you, walk that back today. I don't know. But we'll usually see. indefinite suspension means we're going to pay yeah, you to go day. away. Correct. Exactly. You know, which is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I think there's a absolute lawsuit in there. Not that I've ever gone after a broadcast company. <laughs> in Baltimore, on the heels of this season, they've sucked for so long. I know. They're in first place. They're going to be in the post. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, God, the last thing they needed was this bad press. And it's the same jackass owner. It's Peter Angelos. Yes, it is. Right. It's the Correct. same jackass Correct. owner. Yep. Cut number three. Uh, if you love flying, sometimes when you fly, you get the instruction by the flight attendants. And sometimes you get the pilot that pops on, right? Well, here's an American airline pilot 
throwing some instructions at the passenger's way right before they're about to take off. Remember, the flight attendants are primarily here for your safety. After that, they're here to make the flight more enjoyable. They're going to take care of you guys, but you will listen to what they have to say because they represent my will in the cockpit or in the cabin. People should treat people the way you want to be treated. Is what I have to say in every single flight because people don't. They're selfish and rude. Don't lean on other people. Don't fall asleep on other people. Don't pass out on other people or drool on them unless you've talked about it. And they have a weather-assisted jacket. <laughs> Little seniors, I know it stinks to be in the middle. Raise your hands. All right, nobody's listening. Fine. You own both armrests. That is my gift to you. Welcome on board our flight. There you go. Middle seat owns both armrests. Thank you, Mr. Pilot. That's all I got out of that. (laughs) And he didn't say anything about reclining your seat, though. Yeah. Did you see they finally found the girl, that uh, the the video girl? They did. She's out of Texas, and she lives in a $2 million home. Her name's Tiffany something. Gomas. Uh, Yeah. Greek. And so what's the deal there? She's she's, she's hot, smoking hot. There's like guys saying, I'm moving to Texas. <laughs> she's like one of the up-and-coming marketing people in 2017 in the area. Like really? Huge house. She yeah. hasn't uh, spoken out on, on what exactly went down because she definitely has an issue, right? Ambien maybe? Yeah. Yeah, that could have been, right? Right? Yeah. The devil's aspirin? She's, <laughs> she saw something that spooked her, though. Yeah. All right, clip number four. Christy Kemper, David Bowie wrote a country song. What? He's currently getting credit for a new country hit. And not exactly. He didn't write it. But country singer Chris Young sampled a little Bowie, right? And now the song's a hit. And, yep, it's just about as awful as you would imagine. He's got a Chevrolet that don't always run and the radio never turns down. He's got a pedigree that's no good for nothing, no commas in his bank account. But there's a girl at the hole in the wall where he plays. Don't take her eyes off the stage, she loves his southern draw from north of Atlanta. That silver The iconic oh, Rebel Rebel lip oh. from Rebel Rebel, and oh my! Now Bowie is uh, actually rolling in his grave. Uh, the the trust, the family gets the money from the hit and everything. He's credited as the writer of that. He oh. should he should say, "I don't want it." God. The family should say, "We're not taking that." That's pretty ballsy to take a, a lick that iconic and and make that country. Just leave it. Let it go. Who is a country singer? Uh, that is Chris Young. Okay. And in fairness to him, he just, somebody was shopping the song. I'll take that one. <laughs> I feel even dumber. I'll take that that to sounds it. like a hit. Yeah. I don't think he had anything to do with it, but it's his song. Mm. Wow. All right. Metallica cut number five here, playing New Jersey. Now, this isn't the best audio, but they debuted a new song. Sometimes you get bands like, hey, here's a new one for us. Well, here's a new one just for the New Jersey audience. Shadows follow.
chugga, 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 chugga. Oh, that's a long wait. <laughs> and you're going to sing now. <laughs> and that's your hot five. News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. Soak up some sun on Worthington's best patio and enjoy their amazing happy hour specials. Well, preseason college football coaches poll is out. Georgia sitting at the top spot, followed by Michigan, Alabama, and Ohio State. Well, Georgia. While it's an exciting honor to be ranked number one, and Georgia is expected to have a dominant season, there's no guarantee the team is going to end the season as champs. Uh, since this coaches poll started back in 1991, the preseason number one ended up as the postseason number one only four times. But Pro Football Focus has their top five defensive line, Christy. Pro Football Focus has their offense ranked number two. Oh, okay. Pro Football Focus. <laughs> That's the new thing now. That's the thing now. That's the thing now because apparently the people can't watch anymore, so they have to. The geeks have to do the yeah, but their right tackles ranked number third. They but their recruiting class is ranked number two. Pro Football Focus has their outside linebackers ranked number one. So weird how people pay such close attention. Dissecting it, dissecting it down to. But I don't even think it is dissecting. I think it's just taking someone else's number and regurgitating crap. Instead of watching a team play, they would rather go, yeah, but our yeah, ability right, to run right. the ball to the right side ranks number fourth on the pro football focus. <laughs> We'd run the jet sweep better than anyone, according to pro football focus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes when you're so focused on the job at hand, you can sometimes miss some small details. There's a road crew in Memphis, and they missed one of those details while they were striping a street. And then, of course, after someone drove by and took a picture of it, it went viral. It's a picture of a dead raccoon with the white stripe painted over it by the road crew. There's, it's, there, is, there is no explanation as to how no one noticed that they were painting a stripe over a raccoon carcass. They did that on purpose, right? But, but oh, the man in a truck. Yeah. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, that's a truck. That yeah, no, I know. I've seen yeah, it, but they, you know. Up high. Yeah, you know yeah. it, though. You ain't getting out and moving it down. <laughs> no, you're not. You're doing it on purpose. <laughs> yeah. You let it go. Yeah. The man who took the picture said the animal was there maybe for a few days by the looks of it. It's pretty big and hard to miss. A spokesperson for Memphis said the crews were removing the striped raccoon as of last Friday morning. <laughs> but it was there for a few days. And when I do my walk, it's it's there's a lot of crushed animals. Oh, yeah. Out there. Flanimals, I call them. Flanimals. 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 <laughs> my dog, when I'm walking the dog, too, she likes you. What's that? Get over here. That's something, because that's something I can roll in? Get over here. <laughs> something she can eat. All right. Yeah. Well, we got Alice Cooper coming up, Torg. We better move here. We we're do. Gonna listen. We're going to enjoy a little Alice here. Torg and Elliot, QFM 96. Tonight is the first time in the history of Ohio Stadium we're doing back-to-back concerts. We had Billy Joel, Stevie Nicks over the weekend. And tonight, the world tour. Motley Crue, Def Leppard, but our favorite, this man, Alice Cooper. Alice, how are you, man? Good morning, Alice. Yeah. 
You know, I always get Billy Joel and Alice Cooper confused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, tomorrow we have Tad on. He's on a farewell tour. Seeger's officially retired. How long are you going to go, Alice? Because you, hey. you seem to be busier than ever. These guys are wimps. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Kiss, Kiss is retiring. Aerosmith's retiring. And I go, guys, come on. I'm your senior. <laughs> I'm, I'm, in, I'm in two touring bands now. I got the vampires and my band. Hey, as tonight I hear, and you can confirm it, because when I love seeing Alice Cooper, not only are you great, but you're a great performer. Is it full set, everything tonight? It's going to be, well, I think that we've all pared down our shows down. You know, we've taken them maybe 15 minutes out of it, but uh, yeah, well, you'll get the full Alice tonight. Yeah. Good. Where where was the last, the most recent show? Because you just kicked off your solo tour, right? Yeah, well, we just got back. We did 20 shows in the States. And then I went right over and did 32 shows with the Hollywood Vampires in Europe. And then I came back here, and we were, we're doing all the shows here with uh, Motley and uh, Jeff Leppard. And then after that, it's Alice and Rob Zombie. And, you know, so, I mean, we're, we're not done till I think, November, something like that. So, Alice, with all those huge names, That's you, great. Joe, Johnny, and vampires, were like the women in Europe like hiding in trash cans or the paparazzi tra- like hiding out trying to get a picture of you guys? You have no idea. You have no idea. But it's so funny because, you know, Joe is on the right, left side of the stage. I'm in the middle. Johnny's on the right. Every woman's looking on the right side of the stage. <laughs> so every once in a while, I slide over there just to get a little bit of that and then go back to my spot. You know? uh, no, John, Johnny's great. You know, it's just he's got that, you know, when he's with us, he's not a movie star. He's a guitar player. And he's a great guitar player. I mean, you don't go out with Jeff Beck unless you can play guitar. Sure. Uh, and, and he really is a player. Uh and so, I mean, the band is so tight. I mean, that's a great thing. We've been together nine years. There's never been one argument in that band. I mean, it's just fun. We get that's because they we're listen the to you, Alice. Well, we're the world's <laughs> most expensive bar band. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you bring that up. So we were talking. They came out with a list like all uh, yesterday on the show, Ultimate Classic Rock or something, the top 50 rock, rock landmarks you have to see because I'm going to uh, Prince's house. Uh, this weekend, for you when oh, you cool. st- when you started out in Phoenix, where were the clubs? Because I lived there forever. Where were the clubs you were playing when you first started out? Was it like four people in the back of the room? We played we every bar. In fact, we were playing very illegally because we were playing in bars when we were sixteen, and we shouldn't have been allowed in there. But we were playing four sets a night, you know, and and they had nine ten people. And and the cool thing was that's when your band gets good is when you're playing covers. We're doing Yardbirds and Kinks and Who and all that stuff. And um, that's when your band gets really, really tight, is when you're playing bar shows like that. And everybody I know did that. You know, I mean, the Beatles did that. The Stones did yeah. that. The Who did that. Everybody did that. And, uh, and so the, then finally we got a, a gig at, at the place called the VIP when we were in high school. And we, we, were, doing, we were packing that thing 1,000 people a night. Wow. And one of the one of the funniest things about that was back then when a major band would come into town or a British band, we, they didn't play arenas. They played clubs. So we opened for the Birds, the Love and Spoonful, them, the Hollies. And then one week he says, 
hey, I've got the Yardbirds coming in next week. Well, we were the Yardbirds band. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so we did all we did all of the Yardbird songs in before they did. <laughs> and, they got us, and they were in the back of the room, you know, giving us thumbs up. Yeah, great. great, great you know. <laughs> Jeff Beck is 20 years old, you know, and I mean, he's a, and he gets up, on, they get up on stage and just blew us off the stage. Because they were the yardbirds. Yeah, they weren't threatened. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. weren't threatened. So my brother, I got an older brother, and he was into back. You know, you mentioned your when you started. Zappa was instrumental in getting you going. Was he the genius? Uh, Frank Zappa. It was before my time. Is was he, he difficult? What was the What was the true story with him? Frank Zappa was the uh, maestro. Uh, he he could he could uh, probably he directed. Uh, the L.A. Philharmonic. I mean, he this guy was the guy. Uh, he knew more about music than anybody out there. And he never got high. He drank beer and smoked cigarettes and drank coffee all day. Uh, but he was not difficult. He, if you were in the Mothers of Invention, you had to be the best player in town. In other words, you, you couldn't just be in the mothers of invention. You had yeah. to be the best sax player. You had to be the best keyboard player. You had, you know, that's, that was, if you got in that band, you were the best of the best. Wow. Alice Cooper's and, with us. T- we should mention tonight, Ohio stadium, ticketmaster.com, Motley Crue, Def Leppard. Sorry, Alice, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that the thing that people didn't realize about him was the guitar players, the Eric Clapton's and the Jimi Hendrix's considered Frank one of the best guitar players out there. He was he never got that that credit for being the guitar player, but he didn't play like anybody else. He he was a totally original on his on guitar. All right, so maybe that, that's why he was so critical though, is because he just knew so much. He was such a perfectionist, eh? And he was so you know, I mean he was totally he didn't care who he was offending. You know. <laughs> it was like yeah, you know, you'd think that he was like, well the establishment he made more fun of the hippies than he did the establishment. Wow. Hey, so <laughs> that great. so that being said with That's that story, great. and every time you're on, we know so many stories, and, you know, from the Keith Moons to the Groucho, Groucho Marks, Marks to the, yeah, yeah. you know, John and Paul. So in your opinion, knowing, Warhol what, yeah, knowing what you know, who would have the – if they told it all and didn't, you know, class it up for, you know, weren't afraid, who would have the best autobiography in rock? Nobody would come close to Keith Moon. Keith Moon, I could tell you a hundred stories that you would sit there and go, oh, you're making that up, and I'm not making that up. <laughs> and Harry Nilsson Harry Nilsson could tell you a hundred different ones. Everybody, and Ringo could tell you a hundred different ones. You know, one day I came home from, I came home, and I opened the door of my house, and there's Keith Moon in a full French maid's outfit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a little he's got a little feather duster and he goes, uh, I have uh, dusted the whole house. May I have the evening off? And I said, Yes, of course you may. Uh, you know. I mean that was to him that was a Tuesday. <laughs> hey Alice, we've heard it a million times. Can you tell the Mae West story again with Keith Moon? Oh, yeah, it, it was so amazing. I, we did a, a movie called Sextet, and all of us did this movie because it was going to be a horrible movie. But we all wanted to say that we did a movie with Mae West. So it was, um, <laughs> you know, it was Timothy Dalton. It was Ringo, Keith Moon, 
um, George Raft, I think it was, <laughs> uh, myself, and uh, Dom DeLuise. And <laughs> Dom DeLuise. We're Dom DeLuise. <laughs> and we're sitting at a table, and, and we're sitting there, you know, and I said, hey, guys, I said, I said, she came on to me today. You know, she after the scene that I did with her, she goes, why don't you come on back to my trailer? You know, and I just went, well, because you're 86. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not sure if you're a, a woman. She goes, oh, I'm all woman, you know. And, you know, Timothy Dalton says, yeah, she said the same thing with me. And Ringo, everybody there said, you know, oh, she came on to me too. And we get to Keith Moon and he just kind of, Looks away a little, <laughs> little bit, you know. And then we all looked and went, no way. And he goes, and he goes well, how many chances did you get to sleep with Mae West? You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, you mentioned Ringo, wow. Alice. And you, you know, John, you did a lot of stuff with uh, John back in the day. You were friends with him. And then Paul you worked with. Hypothetically, yep. you know those guys. If it, John was still alive and it's 1993, you think those guys would get back together, at least do a concert? Absolutely. You know, the funny thing, here's the thing about them. When they were at, at each other's throats, you know, when it came to the breakup and all that stuff, if if anybody at the, in the Vampires back in those days, you know, there was a, that was our drinking club. If anybody said anything bad about Paul, John would take a swing at you, you know, because that was his best friend. If anybody said anything about John to Paul, Paul was not like that, but Paul would walk out of the room and just walk out because you're not allowed to talk about their best friends. They were best friends no matter what was going on, mm. you know, in the whole thing. And so, I mean, there was, you know, one went one way and one went the other. I think John wanted to be more political. Paul was not into that that yeah. much. You know, it, Paul John was always trying to get me into politics, and I said, John, you're trying to save the world. I'm just trying to entertain them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Alice, in your career, because, you know, we get older, we get wiser. When I was a kid, my mom thought KISS stand for Knights and Satan Service, and Rush was riots under Satan's house, and I couldn't listen to rock. <laughs> but you had that association where Alice Cooper, the devil or whatever it is. Especially the way you grew up. Yeah, so how long, Alice, did it take to that stigma to kind of go away and realize this guy just kicks ass? Well, you know, it was it was one of those things where, yeah, it was important for me to shock the audience. That's what got Alice where it was. But the more important thing was the songs. You know, you had to have those songs to back it up. You had to have 18 and No More Mr. Nice Guy in Schools Out. That's what made you legitimate, you know, right there. Sure. Then, then I got to a point where Shep, my manager, and I, we've been together 55 years now. And Shep and I, I, I he's, he's, he, we, we can't, we've got to paint ourselves out of this corner. You're now the scary guy. You're the Vincent Price of rock. You're the, you know, yeah. the Bella Lugosi of rock. We need to be more than that, or we're going to be stuck here. So I would do Johnny Carson show, you know, and I would sit on the DS and I could make them laugh. You know, I would, I would tell great stories and I'd make everybody laugh. Wow. All of a sudden, then I got a little bit more, you know, into the mainstream without losing my edge you know, without losing my scary part. And then Groucho Marx got me into the Friars Club. So I was the only rock and roller in the Friars Club. And that meant that I was, I was going to be a joke on the Bob Hope Christmas special 
I was going to be. You know, right. And I told everybody, I said, you know you've made it for three things. If you're a joke on the Bob Hope Christmas special, that means everybody has to know who you are. Uh, if you're an answer on Jeopardy, and if you're a Pez dispenser. <laughs> check, check, and check. <laughs> hey, we're supposed to ask you, Alice. And, and about the snake. About the snake. What did your snake eat a couple years ago? Oh, well, you know, this that was the weirdest thing of all time. You know, I, we, had a, we had an albino snake, and we kept it in a box, a, a really this big box, and it had a heating pad underneath it, right? Yeah. So we dropped a couple of rats, and it was time for her to eat. You know, we put a couple of rats in there, and she, she got them. And the next morning, I opened the box, and she's sitting there, and she has an electric cord coming out of her mouth. She swallowed the heating pad. Wow. Because it had blood on the corner of it. And, and all she smelled, you know, their, their eyesight's very bad. Yeah. And their, and their hearing is bad. All they really, their whole thing is their tongue. They're, they, you know, that's their heat sensor and all that. So she swallowed the heating pad. I'm the same so, way. Of course, I called up, you know, we called up the, the you know, the, the veterinarian. I said, uh, he said, show me a picture. And I, he said, okay, unplug <laughs> the, the wire. I said, okay. He says, cut the wire. And I think that her stomach juices will get will you know melt the uh, heating pad. If not, if in the next couple of days, just watch her. And I noticed after about the third day, there was a little blood in her nose. And I went, "There's a little blood there." And he said, "Okay, we have to go in and get it then." So they, we took her in. They put her to sleep. They cut her open, took the pad out, zipped her back up, and she's in a petting zoo now. Wow. wow, a heating the funny, pad. The funny thing was, though, that night on Jay Leno, you know, the story got out. And he says, you know you're too old to rock when your snake swallows your heating pad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alice, who do you have uh, for Christmas pudding? Have you worked on it yet? Yeah, we got uh, uh, Ann Wilson. Oh, wow. And we got Quiet Riot and Sammy Hagar. And uh, the, and people are still coming in. I still haven't uh, I qu- haven't quite finished up, but that's going to be a really good one. That's going to be a, a you know I always do my show, not my show, but I get up and do seven or eight songs, you know. So I mean, it, that's a really good lineup right there. Right, yeah. right. That's How's fantastic. your golf game? Well, let me see. The last time I play, you don't want to play me right now, okay? Oh, okay. You don't you don't want to play me. You're like I'm, Bryson. I'm shooting, I'm shooting. I'm shooting scratch right now. So wow. Yeah. How about get, how about Deshaun? Getting a low. <laughs> Did you see any of Deshaun in that 58? I mean, I don't care how easy 58 is. I mean, that's yeah. historic. That was incredible. That's, that means you're making everything. Yes. You know that means you're making every putt. You know, I, I had one round like that. I'm I'm a four handicap, right? Yeah. And I had one day where I shot 65. And it was because I made every putt that shouldn't have gone in went in. Yeah. You know, it was one of those. And then the next day, of course, I went right back to shooting 78, 77. Yeah. Hey, who's, the, who's the worst rocker in golf that you've gone with and gone, man? Glenn put, Campbell. Yeah. I know you used to play yeah. with Glenn a lot. Yeah. Oh, Glenn. Glenn could have. Glenn, if he, he could have gone pro. 
he was very good. He was a very, very good. Probably the best amateur I ever saw 60 yards in. He give, was amazing. Give us a bad uh, one. But, Barkley doesn't count because he's not a musician. No, no, and he's not a bad golfer, even with that horrible swing. Uh, but I got a call from Eddie Van Halen, <laughs> and he says, uh, hey, I want to come in and play golf. And I went, okay, cool. Comes into Arizona. At the end of the round, he says, well, what do you think of my game? And I went, Eddie, you are one of the best guitar players I've ever heard in my life. And he says, yeah, but what about my game? I said, you know what? You write some great songs. (laughs) Alice, you're the best. We look forward to tonight, man. Thanks so much. And and give our best to Shep, too. We had him on a few years ago and just had a wonderful morning with him. His book is great. Yeah, he is wonderful. Shep's got stories that I don't even have that I mean that are so outrageous it's, it's insane. Yeah. Well, God bless and we'll we'll see you tonight, Alice. Thanks, Alice. All right, great. I'll be the guy on stage with the makeup on. <laughs> bye bye. Torg and Elliot, QFM ninety six. What a wonderful man. He really is. Yeah, and kind of the senior, uh, you heard him. He's not retiring. No. I got something coming up too good to be true. When you hear something too good to be true, we've yeah, all been there, yeah, haven't we? Too good to be, yeah, usually. Uh, How many times, Jerry, you'd go on on a date or meet a girl and you think you're going to score and then she passes out or something too good to be true? Hmm. What I got coming up, too good to be true. Too good to be true. All right. Yeah. Well, let's do a little laughter <laughs> hey, here. Le Zeppelin's coming back. No, nope, Robert Thir- Plant got us up with his voice. 33 yeah. after, brought to you by the Columbus Funny Bone. Uh, 471 Joke or Columbus.FunnyBone.com. The best comedians in the land. Uh, this man's been there in the past. Here is David Spade. I saw the 99 cent store on the way in here. I almost went in. Because <laughs> my show's not on right now. I was going to check it out. And then I held out a mile later. 98 cent store. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it home. By the way, not to be a snob, I just don't know what's in those stores. Because I don't know what costs that much. You know what I mean? Because I go, what are their thumbtacks and yarn? What? what? You know. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's a full store. Full. Everything. And the only thing I thought was weird was... Um, the home pregnancy test. <laughs> Is this for the girl in the regular pharmacy going, you know, I want to find out if I'm pregnant, but I'm not spending more than a buck to find out. <laughs> I'll just wait. <laughs> this will sort of figure itself out. FM 96. Yeah. So think about it for a second. Things that would be too good to be true. Let's too say. Too good to be true. All right. Plant Page and John Paul Jones announced a tour, and then Robert Plant says, Oh, I'm having vocal problems. Too good to be true, right? Mm-hmm. You think, Oh, man, that would be super cool. Oh, if only. Right? If you're a Cleveland Cavalier ah. fan, LeBron comes back, spends his career. I want to end my career as a Cavalier. Then he hurts himself and can't play. Oh. Right? Too good to be true. I got the latest too good to be true. You knew it it was going to happen, okay? So you had Dana White come out, and he said, hey, I'm going to promote this Elon Zuckerberg fight. Oh, gosh. Did he get involved? Then you had, well, he did last week, said, hey, he he goes, I've talked to both guys. It's going to happen. Oh, gosh. And then Triple H, who runs the WWE, who is owned by UFC, comes out and says, hey, I'll help train you 
Elon, and Elon writes back, hey, you're in. I'm in. Then the latest. Elon bragging about lifting 45-pound weights over the weekend. Now he says he has to get an MRI on his neck and back and may need surgery so the cage match might be put off. Right, right. The octagon match. Too good yeah. to be true, wouldn't it? I, I read that yesterday, remember? Too good to be yeah, true. Yeah, he's, it's too good. They're not going to fight. Not They're happening. not going to fight. And nobody would have pay-per-viewed that, right? You mean bought it? Or bought, yeah. Because it would have been. Nobody would have bought that. I would have. Zuckerberg, yeah. Musk. Yeah. I would have. Really? Well, what's the price? Like honestly, well, it's, like, it's got to be fifty bucks, okay, right, to make it. it worth everybody. Yeah, I'll do I, that over the next Jake Paul fight. Yeah, I would. Do would you really? Bucks. Yeah. Wow. Did you see? Uh, just here's a kind of an example. The way Nate Diaz, and we were talking about the yesterday, the Nate Diaz Jake Paul fight. Do you know how much Nate Diaz made for the loss? They because of the revenue share, fourteen to fifteen million dollars. Yeah, right. So you're telling me that. Elon and I would say Elon and Zuckerberg would make more money because they're more, more well-known. I think just the common guy would say, okay, I'll, I'll buy well, it. Well, it's for charity. Well, I know, but yeah, they're not you making, know what I'm saying, making. Right. I mean pay-per-view buys. I mean, when I say make more, I mean more yeah, buys. Yeah, boy, I don't know. You well, have a party on a Saturday night at your house to watch Zuckerberg and Musk. I don't think you have a party. I think yeah. you do it in the privacy of your own home. <laughs> I don't think you have a party. That's where they get more buys. I think it's like a secret evil kind of thing, like a impulse buy. Like You don't want anyone to know that you're watching it. That's something you do in the privacy of your own home. What do you do? What if Elon is stalling so that they can have the fight on the moon and they shoot up there (laughs) on his SpaceX? Mars. That'd be Mars, not the moon. Yeah. Elon's all about the Mars I think Elon is delaying because Zuckerberg is a jujitsu player. Well, yeah. Elon's going to get his ass kicked. Yes. As much as I'd like Elon to really wipe the mat with him, I really I don't know. Cheer. Zuckerberg can't kick anybody's ass. He's 110 pounds, 5'4". But four. he's a wily know, little but, guy. Oh, he gets- but Jerry, speed and being able to do jujitsu ju- ju- and put someone in a compromising position that fast. Yeah, okay, I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's just, a skill that see, we will I'm, know I'm, nothing right. about. Yeah. I'll, I'll buy it. I'm paying. I'm betting on Elon. <laughs> I would just. I want to see what listen, the odds are. Listen, I would love Elon to crush him. But he could easily probably take Elon down super quick and then arm bar him or something, you know, and then it'd be... be, Just do an arm wrestle thing. Yeah. I would love Elon to do it. Even if you did buy this fight, what are you going to get? Two, three minutes? Probably, if that. With these guys? Yeah. Dancing around a little, Uh, you know, uh, dancing around. But you you would have to have some type of undercard. Did you see this new, uh, yeah, like Pauly Shore and Carrot Top? (laughs) (laughs) Some some exciting match like that. Warren Buffett (laughs) against Rupert Murdoch. (laughs) And while we're talking Elon, I was not hip to, but I saw this. Lucid Motors. Okay. L-U-C-I-D. It's an all-electric company. They've sold just under 3,000 vehicles. They have a little sedan, and they announced yesterday, Torg, they're going to unveil a new SUV this November. It's called Gravity. Okay. I like the name. And they say production is on track for uh, 24. And so they'll, they'll have the little sedan, and then they'll have the SUV. And the sedan currently, it looks rather... But Tesla and Lexus had a baby. Oh. 
like that. But the price, they start at eighty two four. Wow, that's a lot. Eighty two grand. Or you can lease one for eight forty nine. I just can't a find month. myself uh. paying that much for a vehicle. Lucid. I hadn't even heard of this lucid. How many miles do you get on it? Says they the more than anyone else. Five hundred plus. Okay. And uh, they say they lose almost half a million dollars for every car they sell. Yeah. Sales are down 30% since the fourth quarter of 22. Production is down 40%. Yeah, they're not even going to be in business. So you're saying buy low. They have (laughs) 4,900 cars in inventory. And they've only sold like twenty eight hundred. See, a lot of times with those yeah, small that, cars companies, like that aren't going to make it. Yeah, usually companies. they get bought out by the bigger company. Yeah, now maybe you get, you score one of those early in the event. You put it in a garage. Maybe that's collectible in 20, 30, 50 years. I don't know. I don't are know. the uh, the early model electric cars going to be? Because then they'll have flying cars by then. I guess. Right. That's like the yeah. first year of the Mustang or the first year Tesla. What's Even the-, the old Teslas are going for money now. Are they? Oh, yeah. What was the first year? 2012? I don't know. Like the 2012 Tesla? You can make them get money? The thing is the charging is different, though. They have different charge. The Generation 1 and 2 Tesla had convertible charging, and the Generation 3 now is not convert. Now you can easily switch it over if you're an electrician or a handyman can easily do it. But the charging is different. Yeah. the uh, That little sedan, There's the. it's called the Air Pure. And mm. the all-wheel drive is 82400 That's a lot. The Air Touring, next level up, is ninety five k, And the Air GT is 125000 Wow. Now, Cadillac, did you see they came out with, they have the uh, Celestique or whatever it is. C-E-L-E-S-T-I-Q. It's their electric uh, top-of-the-line Cadillac. Take a guess what that goes for. 125. 340. Wow. Yeah. Come on. Now, and it's not a prototype. The one I saw was not a prototype. Was it nice? Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) That's $340,000. Wow. We got Christy. Yeah, how high will you go for a vehicle? What will you pay? (laughs) I just did. Well, yeah. no, that was not. That's nothing. I know. That's and you that's asked me a question. <laughs> yeah. That's what I oh, that, that was your highest. Yeah, exactly. yeah right, yeah. right. That's what I. Well, my Pathfinder yeah. ten years ago cost more. Yeah. Than my Tesla now. Okay, sure. Yeah. So I guess that would be the high. Because just a regular pickup truck now is seventy, eighty. Yeah. I mean, like in a heartbeat, you can bam, you're there. Yep. There is still a lot at thirty-five though. Yeah. Thirty-five, forty. Well, yeah, man. That's insane. Right. Oof. Dude, I'm just getting. We've got the super rich and, in. and the poor <laughs> now. There's not a lot of middle class left. No, there right? isn't. No. Well, there's the smart car, Jerry. Yeah. We talked about that yesterday. <laughs> News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. Soak up some sun on Worthington's best patio like today and tomorrow and enjoy their amazing happy hour specials. So according to Dr. Sanja Gupta. You know who Dr. Gupta is. He's been is. on this show, yes. CNN. Cannabis is having a senior moment. It was back in 1996 that no state had legalized cannabis for any purpose. Well, today, 38 states have legalized it in some way. Of course, South Ohio, uh, shape or form. Uh, leading the pack when it comes to weed consumption. 
the over 65 crowd. Boomers are the fastest growing demographic among those willing to give cannabis a shot, which is interesting considering... Well, you're in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Yeah. might as well get high. It's the old people doing the gummies. I'm Uh telling you, I think everyone's doing them, but especially the oldsters. I told you, I got a friend who retired and never did any of that. Started on the gummies and now it's gummies and euchre. That's all he does. Yeah, why not? Online euchre. euchre. I looked into, because Minnesota just passed it uh, two, uh, August 1st, right? So I'm texting my yeah, buddies like, hey. have a fun weekend Well, up there. no, because people are smoking and they're lighting up, walking around smoking. But you can't buy it until next year. And the only place you can buy it is the res. You have to go to an eating reservation. In the bill, really, they wanted to generate more money for the Native Americans. So you have to go to, because that's casinos as well. In Minnesota, Wisconsin, you have to go to an Indian reservation for the casinos. And that's, so you could go right now and buy edibles and flour, but you have to go to a reservation. Then the next year, it's going to be like in restaurants and shops for edibles. Then the following year, you get dispensaries, even though they do right now have medical marijuana dispensaries. And they say they could easily with, you know, there's like eight dispensaries in Minneapolis, six in St. Paul. They say they could easily do the transformation, but they want the reservations to get the money. So you can smoke pot in Minnesota legally. Like there's people smoking pot. It's legal. But to buy it legally, I guess you can grow it, obviously, but you have to go to a reservation. Hmm. And you have to go to a shop. Now, I'm going to be up north this weekend myself, and I'm going to check out some of those dispensaries just for the for the gummies. I guess they have some now. It's it's like uh, a prescription drug. Like they give you a boner? Yeah. <laughs> Where are the ones that make me feel like I'm on a Valium? Where yeah. are the ones that I take when I'm getting ready to go out on a Saturday night? Where are the... You know what they need, Jerry? And I guess it's a wide open, and a lot of senior citizens yeah. do it for their uh, their pain and everything else. Well, yeah, yeah. They need the gummy to make you feel full so you don't eat when you're high. Can you get the one that maybe makes me feel like I've already ate a pizza instead of wanting to eat a yeah, pizza? Yeah, you get I'm the sure, munchies I'm sure. like with the gummies. It's the same as if you smoke, I would assume, I right? would assume. It's like a THC thing? Yeah, or? I would think so. Yeah, right? I don't know. So if you could get that and be I'm still curious high. to see. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna check out a couple of dispensaries just to see what it's all about. Yeah. I'm curious to see how many see people prices. are just smoking, or it's just exaggeration when I'm in Minnesota. Like, cause the kids are saying, "Oh, people I are smoking on the street." Well, yeah, are they? Yeah, I bet they are. Yeah, absolutely. When it passed up there, man, you couldn't even pump gas without smelling it everywhere. Really? In the gas stations, every vehicle, every it was everywhere. But now I think the gummies have taken over. Because why would you deal with the stink and the smoke or and, your lungs. And the lungs? Yeah. When you can just chew a gummy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Yeah, well, we'll find out. (laughs) Well, we'll let you know about this show tonight, the World Tour. We talked to Alice Cooper a little bit later on in the program. Get you going. Christy will review. Arch is going to be broadcasting live. Alice Cooper, Motley Crue, and this band, QFM 96. Maybe, Torg. Good morning. If I'm embarrassed by when I hear it, maybe that should prevent me from saying it it to begin with. But it won't.
Yeah, you're not. Right? A, you're well, not. Butt snorkeling. <laughs> that, that's officially titled our ass open. Yeah. <laughs> that's the that's titled ass. Yeah, label it that way, will you, Richard? Yeah. <laughs> the ass open. <laughs> it is titled ass snorkel. Uh-huh. What were we talking about where you asked what would smell worse, your feet or your ass? I think we were, ta- we were talking about your feet. Yeah, I think both on me. Yeah, about, yeah. about <laughs> using Sell soap it. or something yeah. about how often. And you wash and yeah. And I caught my kid wearing my flip flops the other day, and he's doing yard work. I go, "What are you doing, man? Like wearing my stuff for your yard work duties?" I go, "That's uncalled for. Yeah. Like they're already gonna stink because they're mine, and then they're gonna stink more." Well, they should. They're open toe. They I know, shouldn't but, stink. I know, but you're shoving your foot in it after football practice and then doing yard work. And then people blame you. Where my stuff? Shouldn't be doing yard work and sandals. Exactly. That's rule number one. Exactly. To teach him that lesson. Well, you, that's a given. You don't run the lawnmower and <laughs> sandals. Yeah. No, he's pulling weeds and stuff oh, and spraying. Yeah. It's like, dude. Yeah, yeah. And you just finished football practice. I don't want your stink in my shoes. It's bad enough I'm wearing them. Yeah. And then you wear them. Uh, you it's nothing do wear like them teenage. Too. That's kind of your summer thing. I know. Are those slides? I, I already packed them away for this weekend though, so no one can take them yeah and then i think the dog took my other shoe i had like backup pair don't you 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 can wash those all right yes. you wash put yes, them just I throw wash. them in the machine not yeah. yet though yeah. but i will yeah yeah and then the dog like if you leave something on the ground like a like on the table or or on the like when you walk in you leave your shoes the dog will take a shoe now so you have to be yeah. strategic about when where you, you leave your leave shoes stuff. on the table. You no, know, uh, like remote control on the table. <laughs> that your kid was just yeah. doing long. When you leave those on the table. No, I said uh, on the table yeah, in the dogs shoe. will get after them. Yeah. yeah, right. Like if you leave the remote control on the coffee table, it's in the puppy pile. It's like a uh, tiger in uh, the Brady Bunch. Remember when the kazoo and Kitty Carry all were missing? And they all blame all the Brady kids blamed each other. No, I don't remember and then that. Tiger, I remember that when it was Tiger. Tiger, Tiger yeah, had it in Tiger, his doghouse. Yeah. yeah, along with everything else. Yeah, they were infighting the Brady kids, and they were accusing each Turns other of stealing their the stuff. Pet. It was all the along. dog. And our dog has a pile where he puts all the stuff when he steals and your then stuff. Robert Reed came out at the end and folded it, his hands he did over come his out chest at the end. and gave a little lesson. Yes. Kids, yep. and then he went to the gay bar. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> with that perma his. Yes, <laughs> lovely man. Uh. Yes. Hey, did so, you go? Go ahead. What? Well, no, no, you go. I ahead. was going to say, did I just see on Twitter a little change of topic, subject here? Did you just tweet about a book? No, I did on Facebook though. I'm looking for a book, and I because I'm I'm flying this weekend, just a quick trip, couple days, and I needed a book. And me and Rich goes. The over-under on your post is going to be three and a half a-hole comments. And I go, dude, on Facebook, 10. I would go for the over on 10 a-hole. Like me saying, hey, I need a book suggestion. Well, how does that turn into a-hole, though? Dude, it's Facebook. Is it that bad? It is bad. I don't like You can say hi. an example of what someone would say, like, Torg. Stick with Cat the Hat, moron. Yeah, uh, uh, pretty much. That's exactly yeah, what it would be. Yeah, <laughs> this, that's why I stay away from it. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't. Not that I don't like. You know, I 
No but, one would suggest a, a good book to read. Yeah, they would, but yeah. there would be an over under of ten. Probably trying like, to yeah, right. Yeah, he could say south. hi, yeah. and the, so the correct vernacular is "hello, dummy." Yeah, or try an audio book, moron. You know, yeah. kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just well, that's not actually a bad suggestion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> an audio book. Put your earbuds in on the plane. Tune everybody out. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what I do. My, that way, um, you don't have to ask how I, how do I pronounce this. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Um, you know, my and secret you like autobiographies anyways. Ah, uh, I just like I'll take a good mystery you know, you or like whatever. Ra- oh, you do. You read fiction. Okay. I, I'll read anything if it's good, if yeah, it's quality. Yeah, right. Because you know, uh my my go to now is I wear headphones on a plane even when they're not on. And if they say take your headphones off, I'll take them off and go, they're not well, on. Many people do. Yeah. It's noise canceling. Yes. Yeah. Well what I don't even have them on though. I just don't want to talk to the person next to me. I got caught one time. My buddies dropped me off, and this was like 20 years ago, maybe even longer, 25 years ago. And it was back before 9-11, and we're like parked in front of the airport, and we're all smoking up because I'm flying. Just like two joints, cheeks and chong. We're like in our 20s, early 20s, just going nuts. So you're like Spicoli leaving the van. So I get out, get on the plane, and I'm right, they changed the seating chart, and I'm right in the middle of two old ladies, and then they make the announcement, there's going to be a 45-minute delay, and the two old ladies are back and forth to me, so how's your girlfriend? Da-da-da-da-da. And I didn't have any headphones, so I'm stuck talking to two old ladies while I'm stoned on a plane, and then I thought, never again. I'll never talk to a person again. I'm going to put on headphones even if I'm not using them. You know, just to have yeah. them on, and maybe not getting stoned. Maybe is that a, is was, a good well, idea. That might you may want to. Yes, well, wait I was until twenty. I was like yeah, twenty-five right, right. or whatever. You but know, with your anxiety, I'm. No, planes. no, I didn't have it then. That oh, was you did? that was pre-anxiety. Oh, that was when I flew all the time. No anxiety, living the life. Why? It happened in my late twenties when I had the anxiety. Once you got married, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once I got married, it Once was all on that. Anxiety. Then the anxiety <laughs> came out. You know, every time we talk to Mike, it's like we have a great concert tonight. Alice Cooper, Def Leppard, Motley Crue. You see any of those guys, Mike? Uh, you know, I see Alice Cooper is uh, at the Tonkwitz Golf uh, Driving Range in Palm Springs. Uh, he spends a lot of time at that driving range. Yeah, he spends a lot of time Palm Springs, Phoenix, and Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. Big uh, golfer. Good golfer. Yeah, I, I've, the only place I've seen him is uh, is, is in Palm Springs, and uh, yeah, Tonkwitz, just a just a public course, but uh, he likes the driving range there. I like I like Alice Cooper. A lot. Yeah, good yeah. dude. Okay, I got a weird instant pop quiz question for you today. I don't know why I'm throwing this out there. Last week I did something for the very first time. Oh. I'll, I'll get your answer at the end of the report. What did I do? Get my first speeding ticket? Get my first library card? Get my first pedicure? Uh, I'll give you the answer in just a minute. Uh, Love Nuggets, 48-year-old Leonardo DiCaprio has made a vow not to date any women over 25 years of age, but he already broke that vow, dating 32-year-old Arabella Chi. Good for him. Bohemian Rhapsody Oscar winner Rami Melek and his girlfriend Lucy Boynton have broken up after five years, but it's a very different breakup. They were best friends before becoming lovers and co-starring in the movie, and it's so different because, different from most Hollywood romances, 
they're still best friends. They say they just sort of grew apart. They'll, they'll still hang out together. Uh, they'll do anything for each other. Well, you don't hear that kind of relationship break up in Hollywood very often. Yeah, no. that's true. Yep. If, if ever. Nobody's surprised that there's talk of a Barbie, too, but I don't think uh, director Greta Gerwig is going to go along with that. I mean, there's no guarantee the box office is going to be the same as the first one. Yeah, but someone else could take does take it over, kind of make it a grease two and bomb it. Maybe, yeah. I bet it would probably bomb, I would, I would think. Slapgate. 18 months ago when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars. Yeah, that was big. Remember that? Golly. Oh, Since then, uh, Will uh, Smith has lost just about all ga- acting gigs. He only has two that are really on the drawing board, a crime thriller uh, called Fast and Loose and a sci-fi called Brilliance. And I hear they're, they're just option, no real script to them. So I don't still think the jury is out whether or not Will Smith is going to come back anytime soon. Uh, Samaj Nen's Madonna feeling much better has rescheduled her concert tour for this fall, which is great news. Uh, if I had a lot of money and could be in London September 5th, I'll tell you what. I would be in London at the Sotheby's for the auction of thousands of Freddie Mercury belongings. A lot of people don't know this. Freddie Mercury, big hoarder. Big hoarder. Really? Never threw anything away. And they have thousands of his items that go under the hammer and for sale. I think that'd be fascinating. Mm. Wow. What Very... would you pay for Freddy's butt plug? Oh, <laughs> oh, people are eating breakfast. Come on. Oh, oh yes. Signed? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, very sad news. Huey Lewis, who's been losing his hearing, now apparently has lost his hearing. Oh, that's but, sad. Yeah, Huey Lewis. Every once in a while, I remember a movie that I think, i got to tell people about this movie. This is an old movie, Netflix. Check it out. Uh, it's from 2017. Rotten Tomatoes gave it 51%. For me, it's one of my top ten favorite movies. Crystal Castle is the name of the movie. Woody Harrelson, Naomi Watts, Brie Larson. True story about a very bizarre family. Check it out if you're on Netflix looking for a movie, Crystal Castle. And what did I do for the first time last week? Did I get my first speeding ticket? Did I get my first uh, library card? Or did I get my first pedicure? I'm going to say pedicure. I'm going to say pedicure. I'm going to say library card. I got my first library card. Oh. There you go. <laughs> I, I heard about audio books, and I'm all over that. So There, there you go, yeah. man. Good for you. Hey, have a great day. We'll do it again tomorrow. See ya. Never done an audio book. Have you ever done one? Yeah, we... Uh, people, some people swear by them. We drove to New York and did Harry Potter. The oh, audiobook, okay. And That's it made great. it enjoyable. Yeah. Because I couldn't see myself, and we had the kids in the car, yeah. so I couldn't see myself reading Harry Potter, but audiobook-wise. And then we did um, the original uh, Lord of the Rings, Gone uh, the Way Back. Yeah, Tolkien. Yeah, so it was it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I was the narrator. I read it. You uh, <laughs> Hey, saw that gala. <laughs> you shall not pass. From your QFM 96 Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, Sears Heating and Cooling, 100% relief, 0% financing. We got lots of sunshine today. Going to be a beautiful day and evening. High 82, low 63 and sunshine for Wednesday and a high of 85. It is 67 right now. Early voting done. Now voters heading to their respective polling places to decide the fate of state issue one today.
today. Polls open at 6.30. We'll close at 7.30 tonight. Now, uh, State Issue 1 would raise the bar for voter-led constitutional amendments, making them get 60% to pass rather than a simple majority of 50% plus one vote. It would also require signatures from all 88 counties rather than 44. Final arguments being made. No voters say the measure takes power away from the people. Supporters say, "Uh uh-uh, the measure keeps special interests out of the Constitution. And just like every election, this is going to come out to voter turnout. Uh, There is another roadblock for student loan debt relief. Yesterday, a federal appeals court stopped a rule from the Biden administration that would make it easier to get student loan debt relief for borrowers who say they were victims of misleading information about the quality of education they would receive. The for-profit career colleges and schools of Texas, they filed a lawsuit against the rule in February because the rule was, well, it was too broad. The court agreed. The administration now says borrowers who were granted relief can appeal. But pay your fair share. There's concern in Washington after 11 Russian and Chinese warships carried out an operation near Alaska's uh, Aleutian Islands. The Navy, in response, sent destroyers to kind of shadow the fleet before it left the area without entering U.S. territory. Alaska Senator Dan Sullivan said that the incident is a reminder that we've entered a new era of authoritarian aggression led by dictators in Beijing and Moscow. He called for a greater military presence in Alaska. And we all know Wayne Brady, actor, comedian, TV personality. We were talking about this off the air. Yeah. Wayne Brady has made a statement about his sexuality. Oh, no. Like it's shocking, right? Yeah, I don't think anyone can. I am pansexual. Brady has revealed to People Magazine, he said, to me, pan means being able to be attracted to anyone who identifies as gay, straight, bi, trans, or non-binary. Oh, pick a side. Yeah. Pick one. So selfish. Being able Whatever to... I can get. <laughs> being able to be attracted across the board. And I Maybe think... it's just it, horny. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He figures he's got a shot Close somewhere. You don't yeah. know. Yeah. What's uh, being attracted it's like pin the tail food, on the... Christy. Is that... Some type of, cause count me in on there. Not like making love to a food, just attracted to food. <laughs> Att- attracted to food. <laughs> yes. That might be pan. Yeah. Sexual. Yeah. Yes. QFN ninety six. I'm not like the kid in American Pie. I'm not gonna hump a pie, but I'm attracted yeah. to food. Oh, now come on. Yeah, I'm yeah. just attracted to food. All right, let's go with your hot five. Five audio cuts for you. Cut number one. Billy Bush, former owner of Budweiser of the uh, Anheuser-Busch family there, spoke to TMZ about what's going on with the brand. My family, my ancestors would have rolled over in their grave. They were very patriotic. They loved this country and what it stood for. Um, They believed the transgender um, gays, the, that sort of thing was all a very personal issue. Um, they love this country because it is a free country and people are allowed to do what they want, but it was never meant to be on a beer can and never meant to be pushed in people's faces. They were incredible with what they came out with, the Clydesdales, the Frogs, the, all the different promotions they had, all the different advertising they had. And the last thing they would have done was to get as controversial as they did. I think people who drink uh, beer, I think they're your common folk. I think they um, are the blue collar worker who goes out and works hard every single day. And the last thing they want pushed down their throat, um, you know, or, or to be drinking is a um, beer can with uh, with that kind of message on it. I just don't think that's that's what they're looking for. They want their beer to be truly 
American, truly patriotic, as it always has been, truly America's beer, which Bud Light um, was and probably isn't any longer. Have you noticed the influx the last, I don't know, year or so, how big Modelo has gotten? Yeah, it has. Holy cow. I would drink whatever I wanted to drink. I'm not a, I was never a Bud Light person anyway, but I mean. Yeah, it was right? easy to get, uh, right, correct. Cancel my pillow. Same here. No, Same I here. like the pillow. Yeah, right, Cancel right. this. No, what if I like the product? Right. You know? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Cancel pizza. No. No, never. <laughs> Cancel Sess. Yeah. No. Oh, that wife say yes. <laughs> uh, there's a young Major League Baseball announcer. He works for the Baltimore Orioles. His name is Kevin Brown. He was doing the pregame show down in Tampa yesterday, St. Pete technically, but they were playing the Rays, the Orioles were. Did the pre-show bit and was immediately fired, an indefinite suspension, and boy, it's really hitting the fan again this morning, but this is what... Kevin Brown got fired over. This has been maybe the toughest ballpark to play in, but the Orioles have a chance to do something special today. They've already clinched at least a split in the series, winning two of the first three, and they could pick up a series win behind Tyler Wells today. It's been a minute. The Orioles split a two-gamer with the Rays in June. They had lost their last 15 series here at Tropicana Field. You have to go back to when our now colleague Brad Brock picked up the win in the series finale June 25th, 2017, the last time the Orioles won a series here at St. Pete. Already got three and two of the Trop this year. So after by just pointing that out, yeah. the owner apparently, now you said there was a, an update on this? Yeah, he's coming back. They say oh, he the, will be uh, back. Yep, they okay, say he good. will be back. And I think that happened a week ago. Well, I thought it was last night. No, the Rays are playing. The Rays were off last night, and they had a series with Detroit last weekend. I believe it was the end of July when that happened, and now it's just making noise right now. Oh, because there it's was all kinds on. of audio of the other announcers yes, throughout Major League Baseball commenting on it. Because now everybody's hip to it. Because he did a couple radio games. They let him do a couple innings on all radio right. and not TV. So then Michael Kay of the Yankees caught wind of it, and he said something the other day. And then people just started catching wind of it this week. Like said, he got what? You know, kind of slow. Because he was doing radio. He did a couple innings of radio, but not TV. So they thought he was still working. And from everything I read, they said most uh, major league teams had, if there was an opening, they'd take this kid. Sounds good. Those baseball announcers are so old. They're all gone. The greats, right? We're yeah. the next generation. That's good. He's in his, like, I think he's in his 20s. Yeah, in early August, the Blue Jays were playing the Orioles, so you'll probably have to go back to, like, the end of July yeah. this happened. Then, Remember then- when Tom Hamilton was the young guy up there in Cleveland? Yeah. And now he's kind of a, a Elder senior. Elder Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it just caught wind, and then John Angelos. People have come out so much against it. Now he's claiming, oh, he'll be back at some point. They think later this week is okay. kind of right, the guess there. But only because of the backlash. I don't think there. if there was any backlash, I think John Angelos, who's running it for his dad now, would probably status quo. And it wasn't even his fault. The producer put up the graphic. It's yeah, part of the pregame. Right, right. Jeez. Cut number the, three. The Ohio State uh, announcers for the Buckeyes, right? Yeah. They work for the university or do they work for the radio station? 
Well, because you're not allowed to criticize, well, right? The radio station doesn't have the rights. IMG has the rights and airs them on the radio station. So I think it's a combination of IMG. Who signs and, the check for the play-by-play for Lachey and and Paul Keels? Whose check is that? Probably the station, but they IMG, can't be critical, or the university will. Uh, it's they, hard they because I'm probably the hammer, station, right? but IMG owns the rights. They're the broadcast. They're the people who sends out the broadcast. Okay. Even though it's aired, I'm not sure who signs yeah, their yeah. paycheck. Right, so right. I'm, I'm not sure how that works. Well, because if you work for the radio station and not the university, you can bag on the team. What's going to happen? But you, you're getting paid by Ohio State. You're not going to be very highly critical of a bad Ohio State it's, it's, team. Yeah, I think IMG pays Lachey. Okay. It's different because Keels works for the radio station. Okay, well, that's he does what updates. I asked. Yeah, but okay, Lachey's so he, different, though. Lachey is Lachey, different. Well, I don't know if they're different. You're asking me a question. I just don't know. IMG owns the rights. It's aired on that station, right? IMG pays the station for the rights. IMG puts together the broadcast and then sells the advertising, so I don't know. Hmm. I don't know what the university has. So I'm sure they approve the play-by-play guys. I don't, yeah. Well, Keels does work outside of Ohio State football, right? He, he does basketball, like he does, too. But he does sports updates. or He so he, he does updates. He would be an employee of the station. I would think so. Yes. Or maybe that's part of his deal. I'm not sure. Uh-huh. Interesting. Never, yeah, I'm not, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's a fine line if you're doing call, right? That's why I always love Marty Brenneman down in Cincinnati. Well, he did say yeah. what he wants, much to the dismay of the Cincinnati Reds. But no one's untouchable. Remember, Steve Stone got. You know, him and yes, Harry Carey, absolutely. Steve Stone that got axed by the Cubs right? for being. Correct. You know, so I, I don't think there's a, there's only a few guys in this business who can speak their mind and get away with right, it. Right, right. I don't think there's a lot of them. Cut number, well, Torg and Elliot, of course. Uh-huh. Well, Elliot, not Torg. <laughs> <laughs> Cut number three, American Airline pilot. Listen to his instructions before takeoff. Remember, the flight attendants are primarily here for your safety. After that, they're here to make the flight more enjoyable. They're going to take care of you guys, but you will listen to what they have to say because they represent my will in the cockpit or in the cabin. People should treat people the way you want to be treated is what I have to say in every single flight because people don't. They're selfish and rude. Don't lean on other people. Don't fall asleep on other people. Don't pass out on other people or drool on them unless you've talked about it. And they have a weather-resistant jacket. Little seaters, I know it stinks to be in the middle. Raise your hand. All right, nobody's listening. Fine. You own both armrests. That is my gift to you. Welcome on board our flight. <laughs> That's the only thing I care about. Yeah, you people own. lose their mind. What are you flying this weekend, Torg? What airline? Uh, Delta, I think. I think. I don't know. I think, I don't know. I think you better yeah. figure I didn't it even out. Know what, I didn't even know what hotel I was staying at, and I had to look yesterday for the address. I, yeah. But I'll tell you this. I I flew this weekend. I did little Jack Harlow, if you know what I'm saying there, first class. I can't do because of my anxiety. I can't do. You can't oh, do. Oh, so you're flying coach. first class. Yes. Okay. Even to Minnesota, that short. It's cheaper though. The way I arranged my flight, I got it cheaper. Okay. It's so you have to fly to, uh, first right. class than I would have done regular. The way it works. Uh-huh. Yeah. You got to search. Heard of that. And yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not. And I'm doing direct. I'm not going to Charlotte to hook up with this. You'd be amazed if you're you start nonstop. Yes. But you'd be amazed how they trick you in preferred times if you get a preferred time how a trip from to minnesota would be columbus to charlotte to minnesota yeah, or to chicago that? no but they, they have do them. that to save that 
but it's not People saving are money, stupid though. stupid to do you that. You just fly at an inconvenient yeah, you time. you always take the nonstop. Yeah. If Why you, would you go to Charlotte if you're going north to Minnesota? I agree. That, uh, that's ridiculous. But, like, if you look at prime times, if you, like, okay, I'll get up at 5 a.m. or whatever, or I'll go red eye, you'll see a significant drop in price. Or I'll fly on a Monday or Tuesday instead of a Saturday, Sunday. The price is like three, 400 bucks a flight. Well, a lot of destinations don't even offer a nonstop. You know, there's no choice, yes. depending on where you're flying. Correct. But, but if it's offered, yeah. You got to take it. Exactly. No matter what time it is. Exactly. And it's yeah. sometimes it's cheaper. Somebody told me they were flying to Phoenix, and at first they had to go through D.C. I believe it. <laughs> Think about that first. Yeah, yeah. We on a work trip once it went to Vegas, D.C. first, and then up yeah, to Vegas. Yeah, that turned to D.C. first. I know it's not that far yeah. of a flight, but still, to be going in the back complete trip. opposite yeah. direction. I did one. L.A., it was a work trip back in the day. L.A. to Miami, right? It went L.A. to Philadelphia. The flight got canceled, so we just spent the weekend in New York. Wow. And then just rescheduled the flight and then yeah, went. But we yeah, went all right, the way to right, L.A. Right. to Philadelphia, then back down to right. Miami. You would think, if anything, it would go Dallas or something. You know, it's a great uh, nonstop here out of Columbus is that Columbus-Fort Myers flight. Yeah. Oh, that's a great Good flight. one? Yeah, it's about an hour. It's just under two hours. Yeah. And... You get on at John Glenn and you get off and it's happy hour. Both airports are <laughs> I mean, so not that busy. That 11 a.m. nonstop is so great. And then the Vegas flights, the early ones are all nonstop. Yeah. Or the red eye, the uh, spirit red eye. Uh, yeah, that yeah, was you're jumping that right. sucker at midnight. All right, clip number four in your Tuesday Hot Five. Enough of the airline talk because David Bowie has a country song out and it's a hit. Well, not exactly, but he's credited as a state. His trust is getting paid for this. Country singer Chris Young sampled uh, a little Bowie, and it's a hit. And yes, about as awful as you'd imagine. Punch that dude right in the sack. Honest to God. And, and who I hate more, that you're I'm pissed off right now. Who is more avant-garde an yeah. artist than David Bowie, right? And years after his death, that comes out? Should have a kick yeah, that dude to the nuts challenge on TikTok. Is. If you find someone singing that song, country Ouch. music fan, kick him right in the sack. If you're gonna sample something in a current song, make it another country song. If if you're a country, right? To pull that, yeah, I don't like it. I don't I'm like it. Disgusted to be an American right now. Wow, it's gross, idiot. What's his name? That's uh, that would Young. be Chris Young. I'm gonna hex yeah. you, Chris Young. <laughs> I'm gonna make a voodoo doll out of popsicle sticks, and I'm gonna hex you when I get home. Yeah, jeez, Chris Young. Okay, got it. People I don't like for 200, Alex.
All right, cut number five here. Metallica debuted a new song in concert in New Jersey. The song's called Shadows Follow. Prank me and play that song again. <laughs> Here's the we new Metallica. Were. No, 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 that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think I'd rather a little bit. Motley Crue, get you ready. Little Def Leppard, get you ready. Little Alice Cooper, getting you ready for tonight. Remember, Arch is going to be broadcasting live. Christy's going to be there. You know where your seats are, Christy? Uh, yes, I do. Where are you at? I am in the second row. No way. <laughs> yes, way. Numero Serious? Uno. Serious, yes. Why, you couldn't get front row? <laughs> <laughs> wow, second row floor? Wow. Second row floor, yes. How did that happen? Who'd you get your tickets from? Uh, there they was, were available. They were available. Really? Yeah. Boy, when I get tickets here, I'm up in the rafters. Well, Jerry that's that's I. what I was expecting. I mean, because I just wanted to well, go. I didn't care where they you just wanted in, and then these thank you, and these appeared out of nowhere. Yeah, Correct. And I went, yes, please, Fran- thank you. Franchise yes. gets front row, second row, second row. <laughs> morning guys get yeah. as the way it should be. Well, you weren't going to go anyway, Torg. I couldn't. I couldn't go, but my kids got a scrimmage tonight. But if I didn't have that stuff, I'd I'd go. So I'm yeah. We're gonna and Jimmy has never. I think he said the close. Now I've had front row to the Rolling Stones before, so I've I've kind of been in that situation. Jimmy never has. The closest he got was I think 16th row to see Rush at Richfield Coliseum back in 1982. No, he had sixth row at Sticks. Oh yeah, that's true. Row. Yes, yes, that's true. Yeah, those are great. They were awesome. This will be an event tonight. It There's will be. no doubt. Second row in a stadium show, though. Yeah, yeah. you got to take it. Well, of that. exactly. I was yeah. like, oh. absolutely. Again, you, you got to flash them. I think Christy flash <laughs> Motley Crue. And you know, I would get there early and get all of Alice. I yeah. really would. Uh, that's the plan. Actually, uh, we're gonna go down, uh, hang with Archie for a little bit, and uh, probably get over to the stadium see, by five. See it all. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm writing down here. 6.05 tomorrow, full concert review, Christy Kemper, 6.05, just to start the show. And I'll take some, I might take some video, but I, I want to enjoy the right. show. Well, I don't want to be correct. tied to my phone or anything like that, but I, I will. Well, I, do us a solid. I'll do you a solid. Take some audio, send it to Rich for the hot five. Okay, I can do that. Make it small. My uh, For some reason, my phone, and maybe yeah, it's because it's an iPhone 8. Those files got to be pretty Yeah, short. mine's like yeah. 15 And I won't seconds. be able to send anything until I get home. No, that's fine. Okay. Rich will be up. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> But yeah, can you, so what's your phone, Jerry, a 13? Uh, yes. Can you email long cuts to no. someone? No, it takes forever. Well, I can get up to about a minute. Okay, yeah. I can only do 15 yeah. seconds. 
on my iPhone 8 or whatever it is. And photos, nothing like I can get. A, I can get about 30 seconds. Small and a medium. Yeah. So you can do 30. What do I you can have, do Christy? 30. I've got an 11. Okay. Boy, Apple punish you, doesn't they? Don't now, I think they the for 15, older phones? Uh, the 15 comes out, what, next month? I just got the story right here. I it think. comes out, no, it comes out September 22nd. Yeah. We'll go on sale. That's next month, dummy. Yeah. Me, I'm talking to myself. Yeah, I'm stupid. I saw September and I'm thinking yeah, it's still they July. Said I'm people, stupid. It's funny because people are still buying the 14s. Why would you buy a 14 in August when the, the same 15 price. is yeah. same it's gotta price? It's going to be $1,000. Same price. There, maybe there's so little difference. I don't know. Now, what will the price of the 14s go to? 800 I don't know. Probably. $200 drop? Probably. At that point, you might as well spend the grand and go 15 What are they saying 15. the 15? $1,100? $1,200? No, it's usually about $1,000. Usually, okay. like 1100 Okay. Right, Christy? I it's would usually say. the same price. It's usually about a thousand, eleven hundred every new phone, and then the next one drops to like eight hundred or seven fifty. Then the next one after that drops to five hundred, yeah, yeah. then three hundred. Right? It's so- amazing on uh, social media, Instagram especially, those iPhone hacks. What's available and, oh, and that people you don't know have about. no idea. Yep, they have no idea when it comes to the video and the photos. What can be done? Yeah, I'm sure it's, it's amazing. Uh, it's shocking. Changing the settings, double tap on the zoom. Really? Go to a lot. Oh, I know none of this. You don't see any of that on Instagram. I do, but I don't. It's okay. You yeah. know, here's why. How I don't. to save your battery? Your Here, battery will yes. last twice as long if you do this. Here's why. Because I clicked on one, and it says. Eliminate, make your battery last longer, and then so I click on it, and it was a scam to make me buy an app too, and I was like. Ugh. Yeah, some of them are. Some yeah. of them are apps, but a lot of them are just people hipping you to here yeah. do this. Yeah. If it's a YouTube link, then I know it's good. If it's one of those damn, yeah, sometimes yeah. you don't know it's an Instagram app. Right. And then you click it, I'm like, I'm stupid. Yeah. You know, because you want to like what, the, you want to sure. get what they're pitching and then sure. you got to pay for it. I remember when I first got on Instagram, it took me, because I'm so stupid, took me a good 30 days to realize that all those people talking about those restaurants in Vegas, they're being paid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Called they're influencers. They're not all that good. Yes. Turns out those restaurants, because then I, I had been to some of them, and I was like, no, that was not the experience I had. But. But they are paid. Yes. Ah, okay. Now I get it. But when I'm on Instagram talking about Junkyard Dog, you know uh, I love yes, it. That's a big right. difference. I get some good ones. A lot of yes. young people that go to Junkyard uh, do us a, a favor. I'm not paid. In that respect. And I sit there yeah i'm like norm i have my own little stool there i sit on my butt cheeks fit perfectly there it comes in so tomorrow we're gonna wind him up and let him go ted nugent (laughs) hello ted how are you yeah and then 20 minutes later thanks bye-bye and don't be and don't be that person i'm not gonna listen because of ted we put everybody on yeah we We met john fogarty to we put left right we're just doing a show just trying to fill time folks and entertain yes and i think we do an admirable job with both yes I'm not telling you to cancel anybody. Now, Ted's tour is Adios Mofo 23. 
serious or is it a Gene Simmons movie? No, I think maybe he's serious. Just the tour is a audio. I don't well, like that he's serious because I think you should go to more cities and. Yeah. Right? We're going to be missing on tag. Because last time he was in Campbell Live, wasn't it sold out? Yes, it was. So. Mm-hmm. That's the last time I saw him, too. Yeah, yeah right. And he puts on a good show. Yeah, he always does. Yeah, rock and roll show. Mark Henry from AEW is going to join us. They're in town for Dynamite, and we'll talk to him. There's a lot of crazy dudes in AEW. There's a guy named John Moxley, Jerry, Okay. and he, like, bleeds every match. He bleeds every match? Like, every match. That's his thing, I think. We'll have to ask Mark Henry. And he's sexual chocolate. That's his nickname. Sexual chocolate. Yum. And he's the world's strongest man. I think he, you know, he won the Arnold one year. And I think his weightlifting records, and I'm not sure, have lasted like 20 some years. Like he's so strong and did so well. Wow. I don't think, I could be wrong. But I think, because they still call him the world's strongest man. So I think his records haven't been broken. And that's pretty impressive. Mm. Yeah. Pretty impressive. What's his chocolate? Sex? Sexual chocolate. Oh. Yeah. There you go, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> we know it's radio, but we'll have photos. <laughs> I've lost in my own household, world's strongest man. Yeah, I just pulled a muscle <laughs> lifting a coffee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's our show tomorrow, and then we're going to get a recap. I want you to listen 605 because Christy's going to give you a recap on tonight's show. Uh, Christy, what do you got coming up today? Well, we're going to take care of business with Iconic Nooners today as uh, we look forward to the world tour at the shoe. Uh, the first Iconic Nooner, a tune that was later recorded as a duet with Axl Rose for a documentary. In fact, you heard it earlier this morning on the Torg and Elliott Show. And the band directed the video themselves with one member setting himself on fire. And 96 minutes of nonstop Iconic Rock next.